0: Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. My guest is Derek Rydell. He is the author of Emergence, Seven Steps for Radical Life Change. And his website, by the way, is his name, DerekRydell.com. We have it linked on the Coast to Coast website for everyone. We were talking earlier about us being the already perfect programming is us. It's not AI. It's not what we're being sold or what we're being replaced by. It's basically being more of us. And how do we do that in terms of um, staying? Do you stay off your technology, Derek? Do you not involve yourself? I mean, there's so much information out there that's happening so fast about saying that AI is replacing humans, et cetera, et cetera. What do you do?
1: Yeah, well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I'm very engaged in the world we want to be in the world but we ultimately want to be not of the world and that means we are you know we have a deep understanding of ourselves when you have an understanding you develop an inner standing internal integrity and strength you're rooted and then you can have a powerful outer standing you become outstanding but it starts by being anchored within yourself so this is not about anti-technology or pulling out of the world and becoming a monk. we It's okay. about how can we be more fully in the world and more fully expressed and more empowered and all the wonderful things. But if we're gonna have greater influence in the world, we have to be less influenced by the world and less influenced by all the worldly thoughts that we've been programmed with and more influenced by what's trying to emerge in us. And and I want to actually refer back in a moment to what you shared, because the work you do is so apropos. Our story Mm. is a key that unlocks this. Mm. But before before I I go there, I just want to remind and maybe recap a bit of why this is so important and so urgent, because... You know, right now there's about seventy thousand. And by the way, the music you guys play is so amazing. I'm like dancing over Thanks, here. Thanks, Michael <laughs> Casio.
0: I know i was singing it's too. So Magic?
1: It's so good. Magic. So good. Exactly. It's so good. And um, so, you know, right now there's about seventy thousand or so songs uploaded to Spotify every day. That's going to go to seven hundred thousand, and then it's going to go to seven million. There's about a million books published every year. That's going to go to 10 million, then a 100 million. There's millions and millions of websites. There will be a trillion websites. So this is already happening. All of this is in the pipeline. I already was talking about to different people, you know you're going to have new Beatles songs, literally, <laughs> here comes a new Beatles song. You're going to have a new Elvis album, and then you'll have Elvis, you know, Kanye doing Elvis hits. I mean every kind of mashup and fan fiction mm-hmm. and fan music. You think Taylor Swift releases a lot of songs now? Wait till her millions of fans can release whole albums of Taylor Swift music. Like it's 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 coming. That's the flood, hmm. and it's going to be a deluge, a monsoon, and 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 then we talked before the break. There's also going to be a, it's going to be very difficult to know what's real and what's not, and and so what we were talking about was you have to have awareness of yourself, you got to know what you're thinking, You've got to know the story you're telling, because you think politicians and media are bad, you're the worst media company for yourself. We're giving ourselves all kinds of stories and promos that are not serving us. So we got to become aware of that.
0: We're giving ourselves away, too. We, totally, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And so, mm-hmm. so in, in a world where it's post-reality, you have to be more anchored in your deepest truth. And you have to have more capacity to know these are my thoughts that I'm choosing. This is my story that I'm consciously and intentionally designing and telling. And that, that gets down to the piece around, you know, the robots and the AI are going to replace a lot of the jobs and a lot of the work. So what makes us irreplaceable? And the fact is who and what you really are can never be replaced by AI. I don't mean if you're a writer or a a musician or an artist or an executive. Those are universal roles that will be replaced. But your unique story, your unique embodied lived wisdom, you are not like anybody else. You are unprecedented. And even though you may be a mother, a father, an executive, an artist, a musician, a coach, a teacher, a truck driver, whatever it is, an entrepreneur, who and what you are is uniquely a unique and unprecedented and necessary expression in this ecosystem of humanity, or you would not have shown up. You are the answer to a lot of people's questions. But the the key to making you differentiated, to making you invaluable and irreplaceable, one of the keys is your unique journey of ups and downs and triumphs and tragedies and, and struggles and all of that has embedded in you and encoded in you a very specific and unique understanding of what it takes to be you and to do the things you do and the things you want to do And there are millions of people in the world who share that same, what I call life code, maybe you call a story code or pattern. And when you can know what that is for you uniquely, you can unlock the real purpose for your life and the real superpowers that life has given you. And AI can never take that away from you unless you decide to build your own AI and you know and and actually duplicate yourself that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) but but it can't take that away from you and when you can speak from that place there are so many people out there whether it's your family or your community or you're thinking bigger and it's a you know whatever a business when you can speak from that place from your not just your story just yeah this happened and that happened but the deeper meaning of it, the deeper purpose of it, the deeper wisdom of it, mm. it will touch the hearts and minds, and you will attract the the tribes and the partners because they will feel like you're reading their diary because they've had a story that relates to yours.
0: Um, you Even know, if yours
1: is unique. Yeah, there, go
0: ahead. There's a no. There's a lot of uh, questions coming in from our callers, so I wanted to go to um, yeah. Mike in Denver, Colorado. Mike, thanks for calling in. You had a comment or a question for Derek.
2: Yeah, Alicia, thank you for taking my call. It's uh, great to talk to you again. And um, Derek, first of all, I got to tell you, I always enjoy when you're on coast to coast. It is such a pleasure to hear you. So thank you for the information uh, you've shared tonight. And um, real quick, I just had a question on AI. As it regards to loneliness. And what I mean by yes. this is, like, what I see, especially with a lot of younger people today, is they are feeling more comfortable and confident talking to, say, like a chat GPT than an actual person. And to kind of, you know, further my point, um, I think a lot of the Uh, mainstream media is kind of designed to make people feel lonely, because, you know, I was watching something where they were interviewing young people that had extreme loneliness, and they asked them, why do you feel lonely? And they said, basically, because we hear a story in the media, it's scary, it frightens us. And, you know, it's interesting, because I think the media in a lot of ways, mass media is designed to make people feel isolated and in fear. So I just kind of wanted to ask you, what your thoughts would be on, on how we can overcome that feeling of loneliness and become more connected and really just um, become one with ourselves kind of
0: more? Great question. Yes. It's a beautiful question. And I
1: talk about how AI actually is and will weaponize intimacy. And, and so what I say is we have to upgrade our hardware. And, and so, yes, we are in a, an epidemic of loneliness and a meaning crisis already before all of this in social media and yeah the media and all those things are designed to make us either feel lonely lacking limited angry so that we'll click or buy or do something fill the void and Mm -hmm. fill to fill the god-sized hole that can never be filled and no matter how fast your amazon gets to you it's not going to fill the void and so yes we are in the midst of that right now and you said it very astutely the first thing we have to do because you know the word alone also means all one and we the first thing like marianne williamson said years ago if you can't handle being alone how can you expect anybody to want to spend the rest of their life with you if you can't handle being alone one night with yourself mm-hmm. so the first step everything i'm talking about kind of stacks as we get to see our own mind and get to know ourselves again and maybe for the first time what do I really feel? What do I really believe? What's true about me? What matters about me? What is it about me that is valuable, that is irreplaceable? Because I'm telling you there is, even if the media tells you you need all these things to be worthy. When we start to do that, we start to fall back into a relationship with ourselves, into like, and then eventually even, yes, love. And, and then what happens is that allows us to open up and be connected to other people, have compassion, have empathy. So that's the first step. We have to have a relationship with ourselves. And we won't go into it all tonight, but most of our experience of the world is what's called the projection of our shadows. So it's all the parts of ourselves that we don't like, that have been judged, that we've been told, you're a freak, you're not this, you're not enough. And we've repressed these parts and tried to cover them over and fit in or or withdraw, when we get to know ourselves, we get to rediscover and re-embrace and reintegrate to really hear and to hold these parts of us, you really do start to discover, wow, I'm a pretty cool person. Mm -hmm. And you start to really love being with yourself. And the natural extension of that is, you wanna be with others. Right, Right. being with other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the world is really populated with the personifications of our own psyche. And, and our interactions and our lack of interactions is because we've been so bombarded with all these, you know, ideas about not being enough that, and, you know, with social media, you get all these pictures and everybody's life looks so much better than right. yours. Right. And
0: then you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and feel like yeah. you've connected with people.
1: Right. You feel like you're connected. Mm-hmm. That's the trick. Right. So you're more connected. Look at all these friends and look at, I'm getting another like, I'm getting another like. And it hits the dopamine response and all of that and it's all designed but over time what it's actually doing is taking us further and further away from ourselves Mm -hmm. and when we get back to ourselves then you can still engage with those things but you're now in control and you can actually have build real relationships but it's absolutely one of the most important things and one of the most important reasons why i'm talking about all this because the greatest and most important relationship is with ourselves. The only place we have to win the war is within ourselves. And when that happens, and as that happens, the natural consequence is a greater relationship with each other and with the world and with the planet and all of that. So that's, that's, and that's scary because going into your own heart and feeling your own feelings and being able to hold those parts of you, it's really hard. And that's also why we need to find and develop community. That's another big piece is right. AI and technology will divide us. Mm-hmm. We have to build community. Community breeds immunity and common unity. And so we have to build community.
0: All right. Well, let's go back to our phone calls here. We've got Sue from North Carolina. Sue, do you have a question for Derek Rydell? Or a yes, comment hello?
1: hi hi there
0: yeah hi uh my my main my main thing is the letters themselves AI artificial intelligence um, in my opinion we will always be flesh and blood we're born flesh and blood um, but we're not artificial right exactly yeah. so no matter no matter what they do um, you could have like an artificial limb But we are born flesh and blood. So in other words, to me, you know, the key word, artificial, it'll always be that way.
1: Absolutely. Where are you from?
0: Uh, From North Carolina.
1: North Carolina. Oh, it sounds like a little New Jersey or New York in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm originally from New England, so uh, the accent is still there. <laughs>
1: uh, yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I know there's a lot of people trying to say that AI is sentient or it will be or it will somehow be another species. And, and it's artificial in the sense that, yeah, it's being created. And there's nothing wrong with technology. We use a calculator. We use our phone. But the intelligence that we have, absolutely, it's not, as I said, the real AI is the ancient intelligence and the angelic intelligence and even you some of you might accept the divine intelligence but it's there's a real intelligence within us and it is the intelligence of the whole universe we have at our we have that capacity and so we get so seduced by all the bells and whistles of ai and all of that but when we tap into that internal intelligence AI it doesn't even hold a candle to who and what we really are so I'm glad you, you mentioned that but it doesn't make AI we don't make AI our enemy like any technology we can use it like you said an artificial limb but we want to make sure we're anchored in our true intelligence and our true nature
0: yeah I love what you're saying by the way it's it's a great point about being artificial and fake and that is a lot of what you see um, on social media is a fake appearance of being real, you know, having a great time or, you know, your yeah. best look or your best side or 15 yes. filters and things like that. It's definitely starts there with being artificial and there's no such That's thing right. as like a real picture any longer. And um, yeah, it, it goes on and on. I mean, there's zoom filters. That's a
1: really good point, Lisa. Everywhere, I mean, you know, in, in movies, you know, great stories, they say a great story is life with all the boring parts cut out. And so what's happened is that's shown up in our social media feeds and all that. And what you see is, you know, a person's the highlights, you know, these and sometimes they're not even real with all the boring and the sad and the you know, challenging parts cut out. But I would even say what I said before, and this is where it comes back to our personal responsibility is. So much of what we think and believe about ourselves and about the world, those beliefs themselves are artificial. Those beliefs themselves are not true or real. And when we can see that, we can escape the matrix of our mind, the simulation of our mind, and start to actually discover what's real about us, what's true, what's Indestructible, what's uncorruptible, what's beautiful, and then bring more of that forward.
0: More of that, please. Yes,
1: yes. What's that?
0: More of that, please. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, that's the evolution we we started the call with. What's trying to happen and what we have the opportunity to happen, you know, all these visions of a utopian world and a beautiful world, that's possible, but it's not going to happen out there. It has to start with us. We have to live in a beautiful place within ourselves before we can live in a beautiful place in the world.
0: Yes, we are the antidote to artificial intelligence. All right, we will be back with Derek Rydell. When we come back, you're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar. My guest is Derek Rydell. And we're talking about how AI can basically be a leap in human evolution because it's upon us, it's moving. It's already here. It's already happening. So how can we turn this into something that is an evolution for humanity? And uh, you can also check out Derek's website, which is his name, Derek Rydall, R-Y-D-A-L-L dot com. And his first name is spelled D-E-R-E-K. So Derek dot com forward slash A-I. And you can look at some of the programs that he has around this. In the meantime, Derek, are you good with still taking questions here?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, It's R-Y-D-A-L-L in case anybody's wondering. And yeah, I have put together some free trainings to support a lot of things we're talking about at DerekRydell.com forward slash AI.
0: Forward slash AI. Great. Um, All right. So there's so many great questions coming in, but let's go to uh, Don from Alberta, Canada. I just flew in from Montreal a little further away, but welcome to the show, Don. Do you have a question for Derek? Actually, I
3: actually had two fast comments. Um, um, there was a mummified lady found in India that was thousands of years old, and she had a, a tip on her forehead, which coincides with their history, because apparently 6,600, years ago, they were four times more advanced than we are today, mm. um, and they... On the moon and everything, and they nuked themselves back to the stone age. So apparently, AI didn't do them any good. Um, oh, good
0: to <laughs> <yeah>. know. <laughs> uh-huh. but, but, uh huh.
3: But yeah, talking about the heart and mind, uh, I think if people would meditate, I used to have software, and when people would meditate, like do OM, you pick a word that works for you, uh, and it would connect them with source energy. And yeah. a lot of people get up in their mind, and they got to get into their heart. And I think meditation is good. Uh, a good uh, place to start there. Um, uh, there. There was a book called Mutant Message from Down Under, and it talks about how the Aborigines, they can actually project themselves through the desert. They can find water, food, and if somebody needs trouble, they just send a message to them telepathically. It's quite amazing, actually. Huh. Um, I, but I guess my question is, is uh, AI can make, what is it? It's crazy, like 35 million calculations a minute or something. Mm-hmm. So. How long will it take before they figure
1: out they don't need people? Because <laughs> they don't have any... Yeah. It's not an emotion.
0: Okay, yeah, good question. Yeah.
1: I mean, no, those are all the questions. First of all, thank you for those interesting shares. And in you're speaking about the the capacities of humans when they're tapped more deeply beyond their mere human and animal self. Like you said, they can project themselves. They can s- communicate without words across any distance. Um, We know we understand that in quantum physics now with quantum entanglement, we're all quantumly entangled and we have that capacity and we have so much more capacity. Again, like I said, when we tap into our greater capacity, it will make AI look like a cute little toy. It'll be helpful Mm -hmm. still because it can do certain things in its calculation ability that we may not be able to do, you know, in terms of it can be a, a support. But, but absolutely one of the foundations to that is what you said is the meditation practice. And it, we don't have to get too woo-woo about it or get too complicated other than to know that when we start to take time to be silent, to investigate our mind, to witness ourselves, we start to create the space to tap into these deeper capacities, to a greater understanding, to a self and a, pa- a power – that the world didn't give us and it can't take away. So I, I appreciate, you know, that, um, that you're bringing that, you know, bringing that, that part up. What was that final piece you said though? Just real quick. Just to,
0: um, I actually think we, I think he's down, but let's go to, I wanted to go to Joy from, um, yeah. Los Angeles. Joy, thanks for staying up with us. Hey. Um, hey Joy. Hi. 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 do you have a question or a comment?
2: Oh, my name is Joy Ann, by the way. Oh,
0: hi. Hi,
2: Joanne. Hi. Oh, I wasn't expecting to get on. I You're just not. trying to tell Derek how amazing and life-changing his information is. Aw.
1: Mm,
0: wonderful.
2: And I wish that we could tell more people about it. If they only knew it, they wouldn't be as freaked out
0: as they are. That's what we're that's doing here. That's <laughs> what we're doing, Joy. <laughs> yeah. spreading
1: the joy. That's absolutely why we're here. Exactly right it's not something to be scared i mean it is something to take seriously and there is an urgency of emergence and we don't want to wait till it becomes an emergency but yes it, it this is an opportunity and i'm i'm really glad that you're you're resonating with it i hope yeah. many others are as well
0: thanks for getting it it's good to know it is landing um derek you have a a, a lot of great topics to discuss but i wanted to ask you about um the whole idea of the, the deep fakes and where they will start to maybe mimic or deceive. You. you mentioned a little bit about kids and so forth, taking over their voices. How do yeah. you, how do you discern the difference? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious right now, but it's going well, to get. you
1: can't, you, I bet you don't know that who's talking to you right now. This is actually my AI bot <laughs> model. So uh, welcome. Ta-da. uh. Yeah. Believe it or not, that actually is going to be a reality. What I that that you will be able to have a conversation and not know the difference. Right? And so that's an important thing to understand. And again, it's already in the pipeline. And there are, you know, there's certain interesting hacks and strategies we'll have to discover. And this isn't so much, you know, some deep metaphysical conversation but there will be a whole new level of you know how like you have a password when you go to your bank or you open your phone so that nobody else has your password mm-hmm. there will be a very near future where people will have to have a password for themselves so that and you'll know it like if you're my wife or my husband or my kid or part oh, of the family wow. we'll ha- we'll have to have family passwords so that when little Timmy calls me and says, hey, dad, I'm struggling, blah, blah, blah. I've got my car broke down. I need some money. Send it to my Venmo here. I got a new Venmo, by the way, because my phone, But you know, whatever. And you'd be like, all right, Timmy, what's the password? Oh. And he'll be like, click. You're like, yeah, nice oh. try, Timmy, Timmy.ai. Uh-huh. So there will be a future where we will have to have some of those things. Um, but, but again, you know, these are like, Specific strategies and tactics we always develop when when something new technology comes along. But the deeper and more important thing is in a world where so much is fake and so much is rendered and you can't tell the difference, Mm -hmm. what's going to matter most is everything we've been talking about in terms of building up these foundations, having real relationships, knowing who you really are. Having a developing that intuitive capacity, like Mike shared, where you actually have, like, in other words, we have to become Jedi masters, <laughs> mm. right? What I like to say is, we have to learn to live by insight more than eyesight.
0: And just to and being aware of it is is the key here is just being aware of this entire conversation because the whole way that AI takes over is where we're not aware or it's convenient and it's. Um, very easily disguised because we get lazy yes. and exactly yeah exactly. And, and,
1: and it's not to judge people we're no. not lazy because we're bad we're we're not really even lazy most it's designed are that way hard, hard working. Yeah. it's just it's just it's hard. We got a lot of things to focus on but you know we have to prioritize this because it's going to. You know the it's gonna be like I said self-help and personal development and knowing your purpose and knowing yourself and developing your intuition these used to be the, the things of new age or metaphysics or kind of kooky or little side things or self that these are going to become
0: necessities In how and how long and again, do you think it'll take how long how far away are we from all of this
1: well, well as I already said this is the truth the hard truth but the, the truth we're already there in a lot of ways. If you look at our world and you look at the polarization and fragmentation and meaning crisis and loneliness and suicide and all the stuff that's already going on.
0: True. Yes. The time
1: is now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's only AI is only going to magnify and exacerbate many of these challenges. So the time is now like we really have to make it a priority. Mm. But the really good news is if you make it the priority to really know yourself, to know your mind, to get control of your attention and your own story making and meaning making machine and make a commitment to discover and anchor in your true purpose and begin to get back to your own inner intuition, that's not just gonna help you survive AI, it's gonna help you thrive and bring forth so much of what you've been waiting for and wanting. The, the treasures, the genius, the joy, the all of that is waiting to be unlocked. It's within us. But yes. we have to open out a way to release this imprisoned splendor. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, for human beings, we often need challenge or crisis. But uh, yes. you don't have to wait for that. That's why we're talking now.
0: It usually precedes so many different Evolutions is that challenge or crisis. Uh, we have time for yeah. uh, another call here. Chris from New Hampshire, our wild car line tree. Chris, how are you tonight?
3: Hi, I'm, I'm great. Uh, great. I just had that question for Derek. If, if he thinks we will uh, lose the uh, Ray Bradbury, the uh, science fiction, writer that came up with this philosophy about A.I. and robots, (laughs) that they will do no harm
0: to humans. Do you think that they will be dangerous to humans, the robots? Do you know anything about the robotic?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think that might have been Ray Bradley or Carl Sagan, but it's the whole rules of the robots and all that. and. Mm. Obviously, we're trying. I mean, that's one of the reasons why people are sounding the alarm and wanting to get regulation committees for AI and all that to build in some of these safety measures. And hopefully, we are building them in. And that could happen. Where the problem, the difference, and maybe what wasn't fully understood is what. But what Mike was, I think, sharing was as AI becomes super intelligent, the level of intelligence. You know, Einstein was like 160 IQ and you know, compared to uh, AI when it's in superintelligence to us, it's going to be like a human to an ant in terms of intelligence. So the capacity to manipulate and also if it grows and develops its own directives, the capacity for it to look at humans and go, well, this is, you know, kind of in my way, that's real. That's a real challenge. Originally we came up with a paperclip maximizer a thought experiment, but again, if we layer in and build these capacities and develop our own internal ai now we will be in charge and we will develop the people and the opportunities and ultimately the right people to create the legislation but it all starts with us not taking it for granted with us not being seduced by the efficiencies and comforts and with the realization that we have we are at a critical evolutionary moment there's an urgency this is, not, this is not hyperbole. We have to take it serious and take back our AI, our power, our control, our agency. And if we do, we can leverage this technology to create the kind of world with education for everyone, no more sickness, all the beautiful mm-hmm. things. But we have to take back ourselves first.
0: Yes, and that, that's what's the – that's the – Awareness—that's the challenge, but it's also necessity. Uh, let's go to one more caller, Brandon from Austin, Texas. Brendan, tell me, uh, do you have a question for Derek Cordell?
4: Yes, Brendan. Thank you, Lisa uh-huh. and Derek. Uh, Marianne Williamson was on in 2022, and she said, "Crisis are portals for us to navigate through." I really like that show. Oh yeah. And we use AI to defeat deep fakes already. Uh, a lot of the utopians have been oppressed silence and hunted down and killed for the past 200 years jfk mlk gandhi anybody yeah. who says peace is possible was murdered mm-hmm. and that kind of goes yep. to my question that uh have you ever heard of the paradox of intolerance and how does that intersect with ai and just super quick as my hindu thing because that was the previous half i really like that also there was a god called vicious Sw- Vicious karma excuse me it's hard to pronounce uh-huh. That created on beings like robots, and Hinduism and Buddhism are highly related. There's robots in Buddhist mythology that protect Buddha's knowledge, and uh, even the Greeks talked about human people mim- or machine people mimicking humans.
0: So the point is, um, Derek, do you feel that there how all this how all does all of this relate to AI? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, what
1: you said before at the beginning is what is true. You know, these great lights in the world were crucified assassinated taken yes out. yes and i i coined a term years ago called the crucifixion complex it's why a lot of us are afraid to be the tall poppy and get our head cut off and mm-hmm. again these people played those parts but that's not the average person and that's not going to happen to most people and we still have to and they they planted the seed for us to have the courage to live the truth and tell the truth in service of the highest good no matter the cost. When we're willing to do that, we absolutely can create these utopian futures, but mediocrity will always attack excellence. The ego programming of security and survival will always try to attack that which is about progress and change. But what I know for certain is when the second coming of the Christ or the Buddha is not another person, it's about a group and a community of people that come together to have the courage to live the truth and tell the truth, and when that happens, and as that happens, we will be
0: unstoppable. Yes. Well, I thank you so much for your time and staying up with me tonight, Derek. Thank you. It's it's such a pleasure. And you could go to the Coast to Coast AM website. You'll see Derek's website there, which is DerekRydell.com dot com forward slash ai. That um, great things that apply to the show tonight. Thank you again, my friend.
1: <laughs> thank you, Lisa. I love you, and much love and blessings to everybody. Yes. You can do this.
0: Yep, you too. And thank you also to everyone here at Coast to Coast that makes this show happen. Lisa Lyon, George Nori, of course, Tommy Danheiser, Michael Casio in studio with me, and Donna Walker in studio with me, Gina Salvati, Stephanie, and Chris, you guys all rock. Thank you for everything, especially you, the listener. You make this show happen. And I am Lisa Gar. Until next time, I invite you to always stay aware.